0: Hey guys and welcome to a new episode of Words on Wednesday by me Karina and today we have a different location, a different setup. I'm sitting in the hotel right now, before checkout. I still have an hour left, so <laughs> that's amazing. Um, I just had a fire alarm go off, so that's that wasn't as great because I thought, okay, now I need to go all the way down and out, uh, like outside, um, to just come back up and then continue or like start to record my podcast. And there have been some obstacles. I've also haven't found my like like an like an um, adapter do you say adapter like it's like a plug like it's the usb slot because it needs to be like usb to usb c and it's just like a little piece that i need so i couldn't find that and i was like oh no come on i know i brought it with me and without it i cannot record my episode but even though there was like a fire alarm which wasn't a fire alarm but an inspection to not finding the piece that i needed to record my podcast i finally made it and was able like i'm able to sit right here and right now and really record it but Anyways, I really wanted to record this episode because I really could feel like for the past two weeks I got put this on my heart and it is about like the Trinity and God being like three in one, you know, like with the Holy Spirit, Jesus and God the Father. And at first I was like, okay, like it's very um, theological, so it's like something that I do not imagine myself like teaching i was just like there are like probably great videos out there great like articles out there who were explaining better but i really had this feeling that he wanted me to share yeah but to share how you experienced trinity how you experienced me in it and how you can see that i am three in one so i was like okay and i sat myself down i was like getting into like the temptation of like looking a video up and like writing some stuff down and being like okay i can use that for the video to have all of that like the right sayings the right words but then it was really like god was like no you already have it all in your heart you already have it all and i was just like okay god <laughs> okay i already have it because the thing is um i understand I understood the Trinity of God not through videos and everything but through experiencing it. And it's like the first verse that came to my mind to explain the Trinity was like in Genesis one two. Like when I read this at that time, it also like um revealed to me, okay, like God was not alone. God has never been alone. Like he is there and he is in relationship. He's not alone. So Genesis one two says Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. So, it's already explaining that God, of course, is in the beginning. God is in the beginning. But then also the Spirit of God was hovering over the water. And this is the Holy Spirit. Like, this is an like, indication for the Holy Spirit. When you continue and read Genesis one twenty six, you can, like, notice a plural form that God talks in. Because he's not just talking like me, he says, like, he says, let us. So the verse says in Genesis one twenty six, Then God said, Let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So he said, let us make mankind in our image he did not say let me make mankind in my image but he said let us make mankind in our image so this already shows us that God is not alone like God is relationship and God is like talking to someone and is being with someone who represents us as well because we are made in his image so where does he draw the reference from it's like you know like it already shows that God was never alone And this is like in Genesis, so it's just really like the first book of the Bible. And then we also see that he says, let us make mankind in our image. So we know that it's a plural form, that he is not alone. So to go on and bring Jesus into the picture. It's being revealed through John in like um, John 1 verse 1 to 2, where he says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God, he was in the beginning with God. And who is referred to as the Word? It's Jesus. His Hebrew name is Yeshua, which means he's the Savior and the Deliverer. This is the translation of the Hebrew name. But he has been there in the beginning and he is the Word. He is referred to as the Word became like like God incarnate but the word of God incarnate because he is the word of God and the word of God the truth will set us free and he is the word of God so he is truth and he is the one who delivers us and set us, sets us free so he is the word and he's referred to it as the word and then we can also see like in John 1 14 to 15 it says and the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory the glory as of the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth. This is what John says, the revelation of John, Jesus has been there in the beginning. But to take it on to the Old Testament and really like like draw parallels on it, we can see in Isaiah 44 verse 6, Thus says the Lord, the King of Israel, and his Redeemer, the Lord of hosts, I am the first and I am the last. Beside me there is no God. And this is God speaking. This is God's word through, like, the prophet Isaiah. That God, this is the word that God gave the prophet Isaiah to speak, and is the word of God. Just using Isaiah as a speaking vessel, as a mouthpiece of the Lord. And we can also see in Exodus 3:14 the way that God represents Himself and, like, introduces Himself is the Great I Am, and He says, "I am." and I am is the most high statement that you can make and they know that it's God like all the Pharisees and everything and it's like in Exodus 3.14 where it's like I am and God says this with so much authority because he is and it's just like describes God and it's like the highest statement that you could ever make and no one can make it but then when Jesus said in John 8.58 most shortly I said to you before Abraham was I am so He's saying and claiming that he has been before Abraham, he has, like, been there with the Great I Am before there as well, and that he is the Son of the Great I Am, the Son of God, and this is why the Pharisees also plotted to kill him, because it was just blasphemy blasphemy for them, because they did not believe in Jesus as the Messiah, and then plotted to get him crucified but with the crucifixion came our salvation, so everything had to happen the way it did. And to go on in Revelation 22 verse 13, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. And it's like the great I am is the first and the last. He's the omnipresent God who is there and who is the first and the last to ever be. But uh, it shows that Jesus has been there before, that Jesus has been with God. He's been with the Holy Spirit and he is the word of God. And in like John eight thirty two, it even says like, and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. And who is the truth and what is the truth? The word of God is the truth. And who is the word of God? The word of God is Jesus. So who sets us free? It's Yeshua, Jesus. Yeshua, the one who saves, the one who delivers. So he is the one who sets us free. You see how all of this is connected and how God has never been alone, but he's living in relationship and he's like three in one. We can never fully understand the construct of it. We have to accept that because we don't have the knowledge that God does in the wisdom. We have the knowledge and wisdom to an extent because we are just human and he is God. So it's just like we have to accept that we will not fully understand until the day that we meet him or until the day that Jesus comes back. We will not fully comprehend or understand, but it's like faith faith that really helps us to let it be revealed to us. That really helps us to let us see and let us feel the Trinity and let us feel how God is working inside of our lives. Not just as God the Father who is there, but the Holy Spirit that intercedes for us. The Holy Spirit that talks like to us from God and Jesus who gave us all the teaching and sets us free and gives us the truth that we really need and leads us by the hand so we can really be disciples of Jesus. So it's just about that God really is three in one. You cannot just have one of those and be like, okay, I believe in God. Now I'm a Christian and I'm good. I'm saved. because no, you're not. It's about knowing God. It's about accepting God, but not only accepting God, but accepting Jesus and understanding and knowing that he is the one who sets you free. And it's not only about that, because when you accept Jesus and ask for salvation and repent, you have to repent only then you will receive the spirit and then you'll be able to be connected and belong to God without the spirit, you're not able to to belong to God because you are not in a relationship with God. Because walking with God and having a life with God means a lifelong commitment and repentance as well. Repentance is not just saying sorry when you messed up but repentance is a whole life thing. It's about changing your habits, rethinking and rearranging your thoughts, constructs, morals, everything that you grew up to believe in, to believe in the truth of God. Because when you believe in God you At the same time have to believe in Jesus and that he has saved you. And with that you will receive the Holy Spirit. And what does the Holy Spirit do? So... At first you receive the Holy Spirit with repenting and accepting Jesus Christ as your Savior. So this is like written in Acts 2 verse 38 where it says, Peter said to them, repent and each of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So it's only through believing in Jesus Christ and repenting and repenting is also a very important word that you have many, many times in the Bible, but it's not just about being sorry about something or regret something and say, I'm sorry God that I messed up, but no repentance is more than a feeling of like regret because it's like physically emotionally and spiritually and it means like a transformation like which rearranges your entire way of thinking feeling and being in order to forsake of that which is wrong to know what is truth so it means repentance is like a continuous decision to follow God and to turn away from the world so it's really about focusing on like coming back to focus It's really important to focus on what God has for you and what God's word says about the ways of this world and the ways of us as like disciples of Jesus and Christians we should follow follow like his teachings we should follow the way of God which is in pure love and it's like often that people think following God and um yeah wanting to receive more and more of God is just limiting you you know like making you submissive but not at all. There is so much beauty and freedom in the love of God and a relationship with God. The things that happened in my life since I let everything loose and everything fall into the hands of the Lord, my life has completely changed and I don't regret a single day. Of course we often fall and repentance as I said is like a it's a lifelong process. It's a lifelong process about like rearranging, retraining, rethinking the things that we grew up to believe in and really know what is right and uh, what God's word and truth says about it. And there is no like, you know, force in it or anything like it or that it's like forbidden, but it's like, there's so much beauty and freedom in it because it's truthfully the right way to live and it just gives you so much joy and peace and yeah it's just amazing because god has given us like the bible it's the book of life he's given us jesus who is the word and flesh like incarnate and god incarnate and the holy spirit who helps us to receive and hear from god because it also says that the holy spirit in john 16 verse 13 But when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own initiative, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will disclose to you what is to come. So it means that whatever the Holy Spirit receives from God, he will make available to you. He will reveal to you. So it's like having this communication, and this is how God can actually speak. So it's all about if you want to follow God, and if you really want to step into this life with God and everything that it has, it means you cannot just choose one. You have to believe in God the Father, Jesus the Son, and the Holy Spirit because if you just pick and choose it's like an incomplete picture and you cannot follow and cannot receive the full goodness of God with not getting into it more and really understanding who God actually is and everything that belongs to it because even in Romans 8 verse 9 it says like it's harsh truth however you are not in the flesh but in the spirit if indeed the spirit of God dwells in you But if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he does not belong to him. So often we see like also this verse, which is really frightening, which is like when people are like, oh, I did this in your name, Jesus. I saved people in your name. I prayed for people in your name. This is what your word says. And then he says to like, I've never known you. Depart from me, stranger. So it's just like. We can say we believe in Jesus. We can say we we can like we can say that okay God I've done this, I've spoken big words, big prayers and everything, but what are you doing in your secret time? What are you doing in your room alone at home? Who are you prioritizing? What are you spending the most time with and what is the fruit that you bring forward in your own life? And are these the fruits of the Spirit? Because the fruits of the Spirit in Galatians five twenty two verse twenty three are joy, joy. Peace, love, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And with all those fruits, like the, the spirit like brings forward all those fruits so ask yourself what fruits are you bringing forward? How are you feeling? How are you feeling God? Is God just a means to an end or is God really your life? So this is like a question that you really have to ask yourself if you really want to follow God are you really ready and willing to repent and turn your whole life around and make it a whole lifelong thing? Because this journey with God is lifelong. It's not just a short process. It's not just, okay, I say I follow God and when it's trendy and then like they have nice worship songs and then I'll just like stop following God because yes, I'm more messed up or I don't feel like it. Because no, That's not the point, like, repentance and, like, turning around and rearranging our whole life to the construct that we've grown up and believed in the way of living is in the world. We have to believe in the way of living and way of life of God, the way God designed it to be, the way God has set it to be. And there is no submissiveness or anything, like, harmful in it, in the submissiveness because there is obedience that we should bring towards God. But in obedience is so much beauty because we can see the ways of God and the will of God unfolding in our lives. And there's like nothing to our disadvantage in it. It's only because God has the best plans for us. Even if we sometimes don't understand, we have to be willing to understand that sometimes, like that often his ways are higher than ours and that we just have to trust him to let him do his thing and really use us as his vessels and really lead us into the ways everlasting. But how does it start with getting to know God. with really understanding who God is and really understanding that God is not only God the Father but that there's Jesus the Son and the Holy Spirit. And you cannot just pick one, you have to make a decision. And it's like a decision that you make lifelong. It's not something you are doing like lukewarm because of course we are falling. Of course we are falling like very often, like it's, it's normal. Like we are not perfect, we will never be perfect. We're like a sinful creature, we're sinful humans and we will never be perfect. But in repentance, the beauty is like that we turn around. It's a lifelong, it's a transformation. So it's like a process of, you know, turning around and knowing when you're messed up and having the knowledge about it and the feeling about it because the Holy Spirit that dwells inside of you will make it known to you as well like some things who felt normal while not living with Christ might feel weird afterwards because you have the conviction of the Holy Spirit inside of you. So be prepared of that. But it's like because God loves us so much, he wants us to know what's right and what's wrong. So it's really about God wants us to have life and true life, not what the world defines as life, but the life that he has designed to be, that he has designed for us. So it's just really about focusing on God and trusting him and really diving deep into that uh, everything that he has for us so, really when you believe in god believe in god wholeheartedly and seek after him and try to understand more of him that you can understand his love that you can understand the ways of his love and what he has done and what he has sacrificed to love us and live in relationship to us and yeah also it's nothing to be afraid of of course it can sound weird to be like okay there should be a spirit like dwelling inside of us like god is sending a spirit who communicates with us kind of sounds weird but no it's not because it's a like it's a spirit of perfect peace and some people call it intuition or like dreams you know the holy spirit and god speaks in different ways if it's dreams prophecies people whatever it is like he is speaking and he's reaching out to you and he uses people and everything to speak his word of truth to you but it only happens when you get to know God and when you focus on him and realize who he really is and accept him not only just for the hype or just to say I believe in God but to really know that Jesus is the one who paved the way and that the Holy Spirit is the one who continues to reveal things to us on the way and that Jesus gave us all the teachings and continues to lead us and that God is the one created us and that they are like three in one which is a construct we will never fully understand but one day we might so it's just about believing and having faith and yeah this is what I wanted to talk about today and I hope it could help someone to understand a bit more about it but to also understand that we can never fully understand (laughs) but um that's the beauty in it because yeah God has made so many things known to us and you know sometimes we don't need to know everything (laughs) no just kidding but it's just about believing and trusting in God and knowing that he is good and the way that he has revealed himself to me in my life I can only testify that really he's speaking beautifully he's gentle and a loving God but he's also a righteous God so um yeah I hope you could take something out of today's episode and I need to head out in half an hour Uh, I need to check out in half an hour sorry (laughs) head out as well yeah but um I'm thinking of going downtown grabbing some souvenirs and then going to take my flight back to London but apart from that I'm closing this episode now to not keep you on with my small talking (laughs) but I hope you have an amazing week and we'll hear you again in two weeks bye